Welcome back to the Daily Hype Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Pollard, and I'll be here Monday through Friday bringing you a daily dose of inspiration, business tips, and stories that you may not have heard from women that I think you need to know. So let's dive into today. Dowie? Okay, so today on the Daily Hype Podcast, we are continuing on our journey of listening to all the great rising stars coming out of the Square One Accelerator program, one of them being Miss Amy McNabb, who is with us today. Hi, Amy. Hi. Oh, my God. I love being a rising star. I like this term. Isn't it exciting? I, I kind of really like fun. it. Mm-hmm. I would I love it. to be a rising star, you know. I think you are one, is- actually. <laughs> Well, you know, I like to think that I would like, I, I like to think I could be, but I also think I burn out too much. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a star that fizzles sometimes. Okay. All right. All right. So the reason that I wanted to have everybody on these podcasts is because there are some really cool, incredible talent coming out of Square One Accelerator that blows my mind every single time. And I wanted to give you an opportunity to kind of talk about um, not like your experience on in Square One Accelerator, but more like what are the things you're taking out of Square One Accelerator into your business? Because it's really incredible to see these things being applied and used in an actual sense that you can, you know, like a tangible sense, I should say. So before we dive into any of that, though, why don't you give us like a brief overview into kind of like what your business is in the first place? Yeah. So I'm an actor. I live out in LA and uh, the business that I started through Square One um, is basically I'm a coach for actors and I empower them to build up their confidence and create clear goals and action plans so they can actually create their dream life and career and um, love their lives, whether they're booking right now or not, and to really feel like they're en route to what they want to create in their lives. Oh, isn't that so nice? I feel like that just like made me feel uplifted just listening to it. <laughs> well, it came My- out of a, like a podcast that I created like a year and a half ago. Um, and I just was like, it's so important to me that actors are happy, even if they're not like successful yet, because mm-hmm. it doesn't, it takes like 10 years to like quote, like, you know, be a breakout or whatever. It's like, get your big break. And I just think people deserve to be happy in those 10 years. <laughs> Absolutely. And what kind of like methods and systems or, you know, exercises are you finding are helpful in that kind of situation? Not to like give away the secret sauce, but like what kind of ways are you working with people so that they're being, you know, they're seeing their their life in a different way? Yeah. So right now I work in one-on-one calls. So it's always just me and one other person, which I absolutely adore because it means I get to really cater whatever we're doing to that, that person and their journey. Mm. And every single actor's journey is completely unique. Like we talk a lot about the fact that, you know, we're all on the path, but like the path is not the same. (laughs) Like You could not copy the steps of what someone else did and get to the same destination. So, um, Mm. one of the things that has gone like really well, and I love doing is, um, an exercise that I call the ideal week exercise. And we basically take, your calendar of what your kind of average week looks like right now. And that includes like day job and like maybe some auditions, maybe not, you know, trying to find an agent, trying to move your body, spend time with your partner, your family, your pets, whatever. And then we design like your dream week, like what 
would you love to have, you know, what would you love on Sunday night to be like looking forward to on Monday morning? And, you know, how do you ideally want to be taking care of your body? And, you know, how often do you want to be on set and questions like that? And then we have those two things. And then what I do is help them take elements of their dream week and incorporate it into their lives now to create an ideal week. So that way their dreams don't feel so far away. And that has been really successful and really awesome. That's I want to do that myself. I need to integrate. (laughs) I need to integrate this into my life. I'm like an ideal week would be sleep and food. Like just like any of those things just woven in somewhere appropriately, like not even appropriately. I'll sleep at 2 PM. If it means that I'll sleep at 2 PM. No, I'm kidding. People are going to be like, you're overworked. I don't want your life. No, no, no. I (laughs) I am. I am healthy. I am wealthy. I am rich. I am that bitch. No, I'm kidding. Um, but Basically, uh, you know, what I'm hearing from you is that you're taking somebody's experience and giving them a way to see it in a different capacity so that they're ready for what's ahead, right? So that they don't lose that momentum. And so they feel supported because it's probably, I would assume, kind of similar to the entrepreneurial space where it's like you hear all the tips, like, but when does it work? Mm -hmm. You know, like, but when does it work for me? Yeah. And I think too, it's, um, uh, a maintaining of hope is was like my mm. original journey in regard to starting the Actor Mindset podcast. That was where I started, where I was like, I just want people to know that there is hope for their careers and that everybody's journey is theirs um, <clears throat> and that whatever is happening right now in, in their careers, they're right on time. And I think you're right. right that it's super duper similar to the entrepreneurial journey where there's just like a lot of ups and downs and sometimes a lot of ups and downs in one day. And that can be really exhausting. So yeah, I just um, really love creating a space where people feel, where actors and creatives feel supported and they can be really honest about how they're feeling about their career, good or bad, and to have a space to do that and then decide what comes next and to see what's possible. I love that. And I think it shows how much passion, energy, and thought goes into your service, which is really very incredible for me to watch. And some, you know, when you were going through Square One Accelerator, it's funny because you were someone who you were like, I am someone who makes so much, so many emotional decisions. Do you remember that? I was like, (laughs) you make analytical decisions or emotional decisions. And you're like, oh my gosh, I missed how emotional of my decisions I've made. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, but, but it's it's you, right? Like you are a feeler. Somebody wants to make sure that you're and that you're understanding what somebody's actually saying. So I think it just all lends itself to who you are anyway. Coming out of Square One Accelerator, what are some things that you're now integrating from Square One Accelerator to uplevel your business? Yeah, I mean... Um, everything. No, I think it's so funny because when I started in square one, well, speaking of like emotional decisions, I met with you and I like got off the phone and I was like, yeah, I'm definitely signing up for that. And my husband was like, what's in it? Like, what are you going to be doing? And I was like, I don't actually know, but I just really trust Ashley and it's going to be great. And she was like, he was like, okay. And so, um, you know, the stuff that I'm currently implementing, I mean, it's everything, but I, you know, building a landing page that has the right language and messaging so that I'm talking to the right people, um, incorporating the branding that we went over. I mean, you know, branding was my favorite week because Mm -hmm. colors. Um, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I'm incorporating that everywhere, which honestly has made everything so much smoother for me because 
as somebody, as someone who got hung up on that week, cause I was like, I want to get my branding perfectly. Like I just want it to be perfect. That has taken that, um, fear and element and worry out of all the content I create. So when I'm like trying to figure out how to build a website, which you also teach us how to do, I'm not also trying to figure out what colors should go where and like what, you know, font I should use that stuff's already done. And so it made that process a lot easier. Um, and then on top of that, I think, you know, right now the phase of business that I'm in is booking one-on-one calls with clients and having discovery calls with them and seeing if we're a good fit. And it's just, I've been so grateful to know that I have guidance every step of the way in business. And so like we were talking about before, the entrepreneurial journey is very similar to the creative journey. So they're just ups and downs. And so on top of the fact that I'm using like landing pages and social media guidance and branding stuff and hey, this is how you have a discovery call and this is how you book it. And here's the back end technological side of it. All of that stuff I learned. There's also just this like comfort that came from learning in a group and learning from you that it's okay if there's stuff that you're scared of and it's okay if there's stuff that you're not feeling 100% confident in. You can do it. It's not hard. It's just new. And that that particular mantra has been something that has helped me through a lot of this these beginning stages because I'm so confident in what I offer, but like building out a business around it can be really intimidating. I absolutely agree because it's, it can be a lot, you know, there's, there's a lot that goes into a business. And I think there were all people who want to do things the right way. And Mm -hmm. what I think we all find when we start getting into the work is just like figuring out your way, but the guidance of like, this is a process that could work if you want to use this to start with is so helpful. Was there anything that surprised you about yourself through Square One Accelerator? Um. Yeah. I mean, I, well, the first thing that surprised me was when I started Square One Accelerator, I didn't know what business I was building. I just knew I really loved Mm -hmm. the podcast that I had. Um, And I was not sure I wanted to be a coach specifically. That sounded um, like not intimidating, but I just wasn't sure how it was going to work and how to, I didn't know how to build a business around it. Um, So I think I surprised myself in ending up being a coach and feeling so aligned with that and to now be on the other end of it going, yeah, this is obviously what I'm supposed to do (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, was definitely surprised me. And then I think the other thing that surprised me was I have worked for coaches before and I've worked for CEOs and I've worked for, you know, producers, high level producers and I know a lot, I knew going into square one, a lot of the like singular elements of things. Like I know the purpose of a landing page. I have definitely edited them before. I know an email newsletter. I know what that is. I know how it works. I know how to edit them. I've written copy before. I've created social media content, all that stuff. But I think what surprised me during square one about myself was like, hey, you know, all these bits and pieces, like, you know, all the notes, but you don't necessarily know how the melody goes like Mm. I had never really been like oh from start to finish like we start with mindset and how you see stuff and then you build the kind of basics of what you're doing they can change at any time and then you move on to this step and then this step and then this step because I think I absorb a lot of information and then don't know what order to put it in sometimes sure sure and so I think I was surprised by 
even though I knew a lot going into square one, that I didn't necessarily know the order of events um, and really like what it's like to own your own business. I mean, it's, I have been a consultant for a long time, but I've never been like putting it out there into the world. I just always yeah. worked via referrals. So putting yourself out there in the world, I think that was a little bit of a, an emotional journey for me. And that surprised me also. Yeah. You know, it's, it's so funny, like what comes up about yourself through the process, because you're, you could be like, I'm the baddest ever. Like nobody <laughs> can ever get to me and I'm so good. And then, uh, LOL, start a business and mm -hmm. you're going to see real quick that you, we all have this like impending, like, oh my God, what's going to happen? What? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I, I want to just say also that it's just been so nice having it you and Square One Accelerator. It was great to work with you. I'm really excited for all that you are going to do. And now having gone through it, now being in the membership, I'd be curious, what would you say to somebody if they were on the fence about Square One Accelerator? Yeah, I think I would, oh boy. Well, the problem is I would be like, just do it. Because here's the thing. Like I said, I've worked for coaches before and you know that about me. Um, and I think that if you are someone who has, if you feel like you're an entrepreneur or that you want to be one, if you feel like there's a mission that there's something kind of bigger for you and you want to be at the helm of it, then square one is something that you should just say yes to. And I mean that with my whole heart because I've worked for other people with other courses and this is the most robust source of information from start to finish of the entire process that I've ever seen. And the price point is great. Like it is so possible to do this. And I think that the other thing I would say is like you, Ashley, are a hidden gem in my opinion. I think that Aww. like your, your guidance is I, I don't even have a word for it because you are so honest and straightforward and you cut through the panic of like a new business owner. And, <laughs> and that's true for like somebody who has had a business or who thinks they have an idea for a business or they're not quite sure what it's going to be. You have this ability to um, listen to someone's kind of emotional <laughs> stuff, like rant or, you know, this stuff that gets in our way. Like we put so much stuff in our way and you are able to very deftly cut through that and say, Hey, look at all the options that you still have from like a technical standpoint. Like you give logistics and you're like, Hey, all of these things are still options. Like you have not cornered yourself here and it was always so freeing and it is always so freeing to talk to you because I I know for me I come to you and I'm like oh my god all these like thousands of things did not go the way that I thought they were going to go and you're like yeah no problem you just pivot like this and I just think that you are a gem in that way because you simplify the chaos like the mental chaos that can come with being a business owner and starting your own venture so um yeah, I think to me it feels like makes if someone me so came happy. To me, yeah, well, it's true. And like, if somebody came to me and they were like, "Hey, you know, I know you took Square One Accelerator. I'm not sure." My first question would be like, "Do you want to be an entrepreneur? Do you want to start a business? Is this something that you're interested in and passionate about or curious about?" And if their answer was yes to those questions, I would say, "Great, just sign up and trust yourself and go in." wholeheartedly and do your absolute best. And then you have a resource for life because they will have the course materials forever. So that's what I would say. Well, 
that was so much better than I expected. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, you're going to say something like, oh, it's great. I'm so, you know, I'm really happy I learned about email marketing or something. (laughs) Thank you. Oh, my God. You're welcome. That's I'm, the truth. <laughs> I'm like, do I cut her off because at some point? Because this is going to sound staged. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Yes. No, no. That no. was all me. And I will honestly answer anybody's DMs about it in the exact same way. So, <laughs> oh my God. So nice. I love you. Um, so, the last thing is that anybody who did this kind of call with me and who could case you as you know, what I truly believe is like one of the next great names in this space. Um, I want to make sure that you a question about your own business. It could be anything. It could be, what would you do in this scenario? Is there any feedback that you have about this kind of situation? Because not only is it helpful to hear your own question mirrored when somebody's asking it on the air, (laughs) but Mm -hmm. it also is sometimes nice to just say like, all right. Well, I have you. What would you do? Tell me. Right. So yeah. I'd be curious to know what that looks like for you. Yeah. Uh, this was, this is not something I thought about. So I need half a second. I think, you know, my brain's in kind of a funny spot because I'm like about to go on vacation. So I'm like, oh, I'm taking a pause here. <laughs> but right, right. I think um, it's off. Yeah. I mean, I think that I would love to know, and this might just innately be who you are, but like how you, have practiced separating the personal from the business. Meaning, you know, if there is an effort that you put towards something and like you have a big launch or you had, you know, 20 discovery calls, sales calls, whatever, and you didn't land the clients or it didn't get filled in the way that you thought, how you have managed to not kind of take that really personally because I think that building a business is a personal thing, right? We care about what we're doing and we want to help as many people as possible. And sometimes it feels like, you know, if the likes don't come in on the posts or if the launch doesn't get, like the course doesn't get filled or you didn't book those people that you talked to, even though they're a great fit, it's hard to not feel like, oh, that's my fault. I'm doing something wrong. And then the spiral can go into like, oh, and I'm not meant for this you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm just curious how you've kind of separated that or how you manage those things if they come up for you. Um, so the one thing to note is that I have, first of all, great question, but Mm -hmm. one thing to note is that I spent 10 years in corporate America where I'm always pitching every Mm -hmm. day. I'm pitching product I'm pitching a concept and it is not to like, you know, somebody who wants to spend a hundred dollars, it's somebody who's like, we have a million and a half, right. Mm. Or pitching an idea to Rebecca Minkoff herself or pitching an idea to Sam Edelman, the man, or like whatever it is. Right. So I think that over those 10 years, you hear yes, very infrequently. And you have to be somebody who's like, okay, so how do I get them to say yes? Okay, so she said no to my budget request where I wanted to do a pop-up shop in Bloomingdale's to launch this new collection and invite this famous blogger. So how do I get her to say yes? How do I, you know, how do I keep going? So it's not necessary in in my industry, like there's a line out the door for your job. So you either figure it out or you walk away, right? 
Hmm. So I've been trained over the past 10 years to say like, there's going to be a hundred no's before you get a yes. That's something we say a lot in the sales space. You get a hundred no's before you get a yes. And something that we practiced in one of the offices I worked at is that I put up a whiteboard numbered 100 all the way down to no. And when we got a no on something, we'd scratch it out and get closer and closer. And by the time you get to like 60, you're going to hear a yes. But the goal is to get as fast through those hundred as possible because then you're closer to the yes, right? You don't want to spread those hundred out over the next two years. You want to spread those next hundred out over the next like day and a half if possible, because (laughs) you're going to hear no all the time. So, and then along the way, obviously within a hundred, you always hear a yes and things like that. But it just, is like a mental practice of like, the goal is not for the next person to say yes. The goal is for the next person to say no, because then I'm closer to the person who's going to say yes. Right. So it's been a little bit um, training over the past 10 years because almost everybody says no to almost everything. So I'm almost like, you know, desensitized. Yeah. Plus it wasn't my personal business. So I think when it became my personal business, I was so trained in that thinking that it didn't really carry over very much. Now I will say that there are times when I almost also don't get upset at all if somebody doesn't join something. And the reason that is because um, it's never me. And I mm. take full, I fully accept that it has nothing to do with me. I am not the reason somebody said no to a program. It is because of price, uh, the product itself, where I'm positioning it in the market or how I'm positioning it in the market, or what's the fourth P, price, product, motion, how I'm talking about it. Those are the four P's of marketing. So I know it's not a me problem. It's one of the four P's. And if I can figure out which one of those four P's it was that I didn't do well at, then I just fix that thing, remarket it, and boom, we've got to line out the door. The other thing yeah. to think about is I try to listen as much to my audience. So okay, I'm going to do this. And if I'm like, hey, guys, are you interested? And nobody says yes. Okay, so what do I have to tweak? And sometimes I'll ask, do you want it lower? Do you want less of this? How about we make it a week and cut the price? How about we make it this and whatever it is? And I listen to them. That way, I don't have to like assume or guess Mm -hmm. what they want. Mm -hmm. I'm making exactly what they want. For instance, there's not a, you know, like, if you go a build a you're going to like the Build-A-Bear a lot better than if you put three bears on the shelf. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I think so, that's something I've loved about the way that you think and what you have taught me and taught kind of us in general. Like everybody has taken square one is like, just keep listening. Just keep asking. You can ask questions and like that rather than guessing. And I think that is so helpful. Yeah. You know, the, the constant, like just moving forward is great. I mean, I will say there are a couple people who have not joined square one accelerator who I basically made it for. And every time I reach out to them and I will say to them, I'm not kidding. I made this for you. Like this is for you. I made it with you in mind. It is perfect for you. I know what kind of exercises are going to work with you, the person. And I made those exercises and they'll be like, no, I don't want to, I don't want to. At the end of the day, I also can't care about somebody's journey more than them, right? Mm, and then mm-hmm. even more than that, I have no clue what's going on in their personal life. Somebody reached out to me to join a program that I was really considering doing about, it's like all focused on team management, mm-hmm. and I really thought about doing it. And then I, my sister invited me to something to help her move, basically. And so I said no. I had nothing to do. 
positioning or promotion. Mm-hmm. I, I just said no. So one is give people grace because we have no idea what's going on in our personal life. Even if it's not negative, we just don't know. Like, like nothing's ne- negative about me helping my sister move. It's just like I'm helping her. But yeah. two, the other thing here is a lot of people to make our but the third thing that I haven't even mentioned is that it's never a no, really. Those mm. people always come back, right? Yeah. There is, I talked to last August, August 20th, about working together with her in a specific capacity in her zone of genius that I do not have and I was not necessarily interested in last year. But I talked with her to kind of see what it would look like. What is the capacity like? I have been planning all year to talk with her this month about working with her in 2022 and Mm. she went seven 12 months technically because I talked to her last August and that's a year ago 12 months went by where I knew I was going to hire her and she had Mm. no clue I was watching so that's the other (laughs) thing we have to think about is like people have to we have to give people grace we don't know what's going on in their life two we have to give ourselves grace and understand that there's the four P's of marketing and to make sure that we're actually like, you know, tweaking the right thing um, and giving people like the uh, allowance to make autonomous decisions. But to know that like people are watching and they're mm-hmm. interested, but they're having the conversation with their partner or they're looking at their finances or they're trying to see when it can work or how it could work. And eventually they will pull the trigger. Um, so it's really just about if you're going to be making money now, it's about making like bite-sized pieces of money so that everybody mm. can say yes. Yeah, I love that. And I think all of that is so true. And it's, it's actually been really funny to look at the way that I make decisions and like buy things. And I realized like I saw like I was going to join your round of square one accelerator the round before mine. And I just was like, you know what? It's just not the right time. There's some stuff going on. Like I've got to travel to see family in two different cities and pandemic and blah, blah, blah. And then the next time the kind of cart opened, I was like, yeah, this is probably the right time. And it still took me until I think the day before the cart closed to buy. Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, I think I love all of those things. And that's super helpful. Thanks, Ashley. You're so welcome. Well, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. This is another episode of our rising stars. I literally just made that up on this episode, but I'm like kind of into it. Um, Little mini series welcoming us back to season three. Stay tuned for the last one tomorrow. And Amy, thank you so much for joining. Thank you. Okay. Can we get a round of applause for Square One Accelerator and these incredible women? I'm so proud of this program. It is my baby because in 12 weeks, we will walk through every single step of an online business from branding to sales to launch strategy to social media and more. If you're a service provider who wants me, a trusted expert to help you grow your business, you have to join the last round of Square One Accelerator. We start on September 6th. I do offer payment plans and I'm only accepting 15 people. If you're looking for more information on this, there is a link in the show notes so that you can go read more about it. Not only have graduates of this program gone on to hit 30K months, land major clients, and even some of them quit their full-time career. They're also doing so with a smart strategy. This isn't a fluke. It's not scammy and it's actual business. This is the real deal, you guys. Are you in? Before you go, do not forget to rate and review and follow this podcast. It really helps a girl out. And while you're here, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to check the show notes for any materials or links or even some special goodies. 
While you're at it, make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Daily Hype Podcast, follow us as a team at Team AP Consulting, or follow me, your show host, at Ashley underscore P. See you next time.